Welcome back to Talking Headlines. I'm your host, Katie, and we're here with Patrick B.H. Hampton. Aloha. And a fucking upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Thank you so much for coming and bringing all of this fancy equipment that I didn't even know, like, how it works. But I appreciate it. Hey, you started a podcast. This is uh, <laughs> this is the next level to podcasting for sure. I know. I feel so official. <laughs> I feel like this must be what Joe Sanicato feels when he does his podcast. This is that's how I want to feel. That's how I feel right now. Probably. I don't, I don't know who that is, but probably. You don't. No, I don't. I'm I'm horrible with people. Oh, you gotta look him up. He's so funny. He has like, he this dude is like, business inspiration. Like he started on YouTube back in like 2010, and then got famous on Facebook. Like if you were on Facebook. In like 2010, 2012, and you'd see the guy who's talking in front of a brick wall, and he's like, "Oh, people of Walmart!" Like, that's it. And he's built this entire empire. Like, it's called Santagato Studios, and he hired all of his friends, and he's got two podcasts. One of them shouted me out the other day. I saw that. Yeah, Congratulations! No, it was I so know, cool. Right? I know. I love him. Like, I don't. Lo- I know he. I don't love him. You're I crushing love his- a little bit. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I, he is the like just everything that he's done. I'm like, wow, that's all right. That's here we go. If yeah, anything's possible, so anything um, is possible. Anything it is just possible. takes uh, a lot of effort. A lot of effort. And here we are. Some technical understanding. Just a little bit. Technical understanding, which I don't have. That's where you got to recruit and start uh, bringing in the right people. Well, like I'm saying, I appreciate you coming <laughs> yeah. here. So that's awesome. But oh, yeah. before, so we were talking about, and I said I was going to save it because this is a really funny story, but I'm not wearing socks right now because I don't know. I'm at home. But yeah, well, who wears socks at home? Um, Me, if people are coming over. I have like a weird thing about people not seeing my feet. I just forgot about it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm happy to make you feel comfortable. Have. Yeah, always have. But, um, so, and I'm still that way, mom, in case you were wondering. My mom listens to this. And so she's going to be like, oh my gosh, like, I remember when you wore socks and like your dad's friends would come over, like you'd run into your room and put socks on ice. You don't know where their feet have been. Hasn't changed. Yeah. I don't like, I don't do feet. I don't do feet. But anyway, so I was like, oh, I'm not wearing socks. All the weird feet people are going to see this and be like, ah, feet. And you said something about, foot. what'd you say about foot finder? You know, you can always race on foot finder. Foot finder. And then I was like, I actually, in the last like couple months, I just found out about foot finder. But you want to know where I found it I'm out from? I'm curious about this because there was a commercial, a foot finder There commercial. was a commercial? Yeah, well, I'll, 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 I'll get into it because uh, <laughs> it stars Sarah Silverman. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. What? Okay, so how <laughs> I found out about foot finder, so... When I was coaching gymnastics, we were, I was stretching with like my, my class kids and they told me, they're like, they were like 12, 11 or 12. And they were like, oh, they said, I don't even remember what they said, but they were like, oh, foot finder. And I was like, what's foot finder? And it's obviously not an appropriate conversation to be having with children, but they brought it up. And then I was like, what is this? And they were like telling me about it. And I'm pretty sure my like former assistant coach was there too. when we, and I like had to stop. And like pull out my phone and look it up because I was like, "What is this?" So like, I found out about Foot Finder from children. That's an awkward turtle moment for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, "How do you guys know?" About you know, you this hang out with uh, a lot of adults. Would. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well. Yeah. Exactly. 
when you don't know about Footbinder. Yeah, you know, people make a living off that. It's it's pretty crazy to think about it. They do. Like Yeah. OnlyFans, Footfinder, like there's a whole hustle that people go through modeling. You can do anything on OnlyFans. I was listening to you can do anything on OnlyFans. I was listening not just about porn guys. No, it's not. I was listening to an episode of Other People's Lives. Uh shout out Other People's Lives because like you hooked me up the other day. But um I love that podcast because they talk about they talk to people about their like things that have happened in their lives. Like and there's quite a few like fetish things on there. Um, just a few. Just, just a, a few. few. But like, let's be honest, we've always had Craigslist. Um, oh, Craigslist is up. Dude, gosh, when the whole Craigslist murder was happening. Oh, yeah. I was in Boston, uh, like literally across the street from a couple of the places. So like, awkwardly enough, uh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. You know, very Forrest Gumpy life for sure. Yeah. But even with Fortune, like the whole fetish environment and that fetish culture is kind of creepy. It is creepy. Well, so this girl they were talking to on this episode that I was watching this morning, she is on OnlyFans and she burps. She burps. Yeah. It's yeah. around. It's, and like, that's it. She doesn't like, she's not like burping. Like they showed a she, video. She's not like naked burping. She's like fully clothed burping. And she makes enough payer bills. Does she sell jars of her burp? No, but they did talk to the jars of fart girls on uh, the basement yard. <laughs> the girl right. that sells her farts in jars. Yeah, they jars talked to her. Farts. I listened to that. I Unreal. Was like, People are hustling any way they can. No, like, they li- like. But why would you buy a jar of fart uh, or or watch someone burp on camera? How, how uh, is, like, if it's a, I mean, if it's gonna turn, you know, whatever turns you on, right? If it's if if watch it, like if you're one of those people who is like, oh yeah burping oh you dirty girl belch (laughs) belch inside of my face please and thank you burping they've had oh man they've had (laughs) like every like they've talked to so many fetish people on that podcast it's crazy it's crazy i mean i didn't easy content you know we suck cells and if you're trying to do something a little bit more conscious maybe it's not all about the penetration or the 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 final (laughs) shots the martini shots they talked to yeah the, the right. They talked to um, this one I watched before work the other day, because I'm up at four o'clock in the morning now, and I'm like, I don't have anything better to do than sit around drink coffee and watch weird shit on YouTube. But they they Living were my best life. They, yeah, right. They talked to like a porn director, and he was like giving like the behind the scenes of like filming a porn film it was crazy i was like wow it's interesting start we start talking to the directors and stuff like that and some of the stars like it's interesting that i have i have directed uh ironically uh a porn finance video what is that it's a it's a video that you you shoot to show the story of the porno to the investors to finance a movie for the porno so it's like a porn advertisement basically yeah wow. you know selling those those decks and everything uh Triple D7. It was great. I feel like <laughs> I could see you being a porn director. Nah. Or like, yeah. I don't know. I'm a little more classier than that. That's fair. No, don't get me wrong. I, mean, like, I can direct fair. like I can direct really well, but like, but like porn's not your thing? I think, you know, working in media and <laughs> working in movies, you, you, it's kind of ignorant not to say that you, you don't have an efficient, efficient understanding of porn. That's fair. Especially in the yeah, marketing and the business side fair. of things, too. It's... It's interesting how the business really flows. Well, it's huge. I mean, like, yeah. 
And people, if you pay for your own porn, I'm sorry for you. If you pay for porn, <laughs> exactly. you're an idiot. Yeah. Oh, God. You don't have Who's to. Who's paying for porn? I mean, okay. So. When you're fanning <laughs> over OnlyFans and you have a lot of fat life reality. Whoa. Okay. Like, that makes sense. I'm, pay for the lifestyle. Don't pay for the porn. I, okay. OnlyFans. I forgot about I'm so. <laughs> sheltered by... not, No. Not. No. No. I'm not Gymnast sheltered. Class. No. No. I like old school. Like when. When you say paying for porn, I don't think OnlyFans. I think going to the like sex shop, getting a DVD, trying it out in the back because they have rooms for that, <laughs> and then like you know like renting or buying it or whatever. You know, I don't think of like oh yeah, OnlyFans is technic. You're technically paying for porn. Well, you can even uh, go to Amateur Night for any uh, uh por- like any clubs, right? Strip clubs. That's technically yeah, paying for porn. That's true. But then you're. you're- you're helping support somebody for the rent money they need desperately that month. So it's like a give and take. <laughs> That's true. My, the first strip club I ever went to. Oh, man. This is a funny story. Oh. So I was 20. <laughs> I didn't perform. I was I went with friends. Like, I wasn't oh, like. Oh, gosh. You, 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 if you assume you're going to perform on stage, like, that's bold enough as is. But, nah. I don't, the second time I wanted to because I was like really drunk. But <laughs> so the first time I ever went to a strip club, I was 20. And I went with these like two friends that I had at the time, and we went to uh, Clock Tower Cabaret downtown. No, I don't know any clubs around here besides like uh, what was it? Shotgun Willies and only uh, Shotguns be- is fun. I went there the second time. Shotguns is fun. Their their steaks are really good on, on Thursday nights. They have food. Oh, I feel like I w- okay. they, they supposed to have like a, a like a t bone steak special. That's not the place I would choose to eat food, but suppose it's really good. Oh, I, the bartender I, was like. I gave him a ride and drove some Uber for a little bit. And the bartender was like, yeah, Thursday nights, amateur night and uh, T-Bone Steaks. The only food we have, the only good food we have here at Shotgun Willie's. (laughs) Right, who would think about that? Like, I went, there's, so, oh yeah, so the first time I went. Steak and titties. Steak and Sounds like every man's dream, let's be real. But no, so the first time (laughs) I went to a strip club, we, it was like, I don't know. We had the idea in the afternoon. We went at night, but like we weren't 21. So we had to go to the under 21 side of the Clock Tower Cabaret. And if you under 21 side, oh, that's hilarious. It so I didn't know what to expect. Okay, I know what to expect because I've seen movies and you know, I know (laughs) what strip clubs are, but what I expected was probably the 21 plus side. And what I got was like an empty room basically with like a few like 18 year old boys and they were just like sitting there like watching like like they've never seen women before in their lives because they've never seen women before that's fair lives. like so that, I, just, I guess like, that's that's 18's, fair 18s are definitely a, yeah. a, a learning period for a lot of guys yeah <laughs> and I mean I'm not trying to be mean but definitely the, be mean like the what what is the D League strippers like the ba- the not yeah the not good ones yeah, yeah it was like the those oh, yeah the girls they did their dance time they work on the big yeah. hopefully up to the main stage well they didn't even like no like they're dancing I didn't wasn't even paying attention to the dancing they their look was not haggard they looked yeah like this one i kid the, come to me dearie i need your pennies <laughs> yeah like she just got out from want a pot of gold <laughs> like she just got out from underneath the house you know it fell over. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh god she like her extensions like were one color and her hair was another color and they all looked like they were just 
drugged out of their minds. Like they weren't interacting. It was weird. So there was the Barbie that was kind of like uh, drawn on the face and the hair cut off with, uh-huh. uh, with scissors. Yeah, Barbie. like strange bar- or strange weird Barbie, Barbie. Weird Barbie. Weird yeah, Barbie. like yeah. <laughs> and then a couple years later, a lot of years later, I went to Shotguns and it was a great time. I was not thinking about food at all. It was for like my birthday. I don't know. It was a weird night, but <laughs> it was weird. And the people I was with was just, it was just a weird group of people. But it makes memories, though. It was fun. Yeah, it was super fun. <laughs> and those are the only two times I've ever been because I don't have money to just throw it. Well, we got we to gotta shift your mind state so you can make it rain. Uh, Hang out with some rappers and like uh, make it rain. Hang out with rappers. Yeah. I don't know any rappers. Oh, oh wait, yeah. you're a rapper. You I, I can rap. Yeah, you can rap. So I, I, I know I, one. I, I, yeah, Close enough. Uh, I know one. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm an artist. I would. You yeah. know, I know how to rap. I'm more of a singer than rapper, but that's true. Yeah, I learned to rap in in uh, the studios of Blacktoven. Can you like freestyle for us real quick? Oh gosh, put me on the spot. Yeah, I know. I, and actually, so just so everybody knows, like we've only actually talked on Instagram and through text. Like, this is the first time we're actually talking in person. So yeah, it's not, that's exciting. It's not, always a great, great way to never let your emotions overpower your intelligence. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I, a reminder. Yeah, it's, it's, I have this um, thing on my wall that's like a the thing where you put the letters in and it says never let your emotions over because I need that reminder every day, even though I uh, always let my emotions overpower my intelligence. All right. So freestyle, no beat. I mean, I could give you a beat. You don't have to. <laughs> you try your best. It's just always. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, the mic's not going to handle that one. No. <laughs> Yo, so every mind, every second, my mind's just ticking. That's right, because no matter what they say, and they always be licking the boots. That's right. Every shoe, the sole, they know everything's going to be going like Edgar on pole. Oh, my mind's just spinning. Everything's just sitting. That's right. Seven ways to go down. The steps just killing me. Uh, the ways to heaven, I can't help show that we're going to be malevolent to the ways that we see. Uh, Hey, it's, it's all, that's okay. Yeah. You gave us something. That's crazy. That was just off the top of your head. Uh, you know. Yeah, hey, you know. No motivation to say anything. That's off the top of that. Yeah. That's fine. Freestyles. Freestyles. I can't rap. I mean, I can. Okay, no, that's not true. I can rap to songs that already have the lyrics to them. I can't freestyle though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you know, 2009 Mac Miller, one of my favorites to cover. Cause I don't need a lie no more. Nowadays, all I do is shine. Take a breath and ease my mind, and she don't cry no more. She told me that I get a high cause angels supposed to fly and I ain't asking why no more. Though I take it if it's mine, I'm staying inside the lines. It ain't 2009 no more. Yeah, I know what's behind that door. Okay, you gotta jump in to swim. Well, the light was dim in this life of sin. Now every day I wake up and breathe. I don't have a job, but that's all right with me. Take it nice and easy. Took a flight to see me. Send you back home with the light that's beaming. My whole team about to figure it out. We ice cold. That's what went all about. And sometimes, sometimes, I wish I took a simpler route. Stepping having demons is as big as my house. Mm-hmm. Half a ball that they dribble and bounce. Cause the party ain't over till they're kicking me out. Hey, isn't it funny? We can make a lot of money. Buy a lot of things just to feel a lot of ugly. Hey, I was yay, I was mighty. Looking for what was looking for me. Cause I don't need to lie no more. Nowadays, all I do is shine. Take a breath and ease my mind and you know, and then you know. it goes on to verse yeah. two and whatnot. But we're not here for me to cover Mac Miller songs. <laughs> Welcome back to Talking Beats, everyone. This is great. <laughs> right? We're not but talking I'll... headlines anymore. We're talking rap. Uh, well, we're uh, talking we about talking headlines. headlines. We are talking Speaking headlines. of which, is headlines are we, we are 
brought I got brought up in here through Instagram and whatnot was uh, the Tupac headline. Yeah, that they uh, finally arrested the fucking guy. PVD. PVD. You know that whole reality of it, which is sad enough that it's been ten years. Like we, I, I've known for like ten years, yeah. which is really weird to think about it. But like the streets have known for a while. Yeah. Um. If people know my connection to the scenario, uh, definitely after everything. But I ended up working with uh, Badass in the studio. Badass was supposed to be signed to Machiavelli Records. Badass. Yeah, right. and, yeah. So uh, Pac w- was like, was going to start Machiavelli Records really soon after getting out of jail. And he was with uh, the Dog Pound, right? DPG, Death Row Records. So he was integrated to that group. And DPG ended up putting Pac in front of Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. which is really interesting to think about it because Pac had more star uh, radiance at the time. I would say star power because look what Snoop's done and Snoop deserves all of his Fucking credit. Snoop. All of it. Unc, Unc Snoop deserves Snoop all of his credits. You know, all of his flowers as an artist and also as a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But every day in the studio after he got out of prison, Badass was working with um, Tupac. Mm-hmm. And I say this too because Badass told me the story with Corrupt's brother, Roscoe. And the three of us are one working on my EP out in LA at No Name Studio, and we're just you know catching up and whatnot. It's like a just rolling blunts and just talking shit. Rolling <laughs> living, blunts and talking, living the shit. best life. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, I'm getting called the N word every other, you know, every couple couple <laughs> words. But yeah, I, I appreciate it, guys. Like, thank you. I'm <laughs> thank one of you. you. Thank you. Yeah, right. I love you all. Like, seriously, I just, I'm not going to say the word. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, but when we were there hanging out, uh, Roscoe was like, yo, bad, like, you and Pac, like, what about you and Pac? And Badass just dropped and just broke the story of, like, how the final days of Pac, how Roscoe could have been in the studio every day. Because Roscoe was Corrupt's little brother, and Corrupt was the vice president of Death Row Records, right? So he could have just dropped in the studio whenever, but he was taking care of his kid. And um, Badass was there working with him. And the day that Badass didn't decide not, like, took a day off from the studio, because he was working, like, a year straight with Pac. And Pac was like on that like just work ethic mode. He's like, wake up and work, wake up and work, wake up and work. Um, he didn't go to Vegas with him, mm. so he took a day off from Vegas. And Pac oh. ended up the night before. I think he was had a session with Cocaine. Um, and uh, I forget what other artists, but a couple of the other guys from Death Row. And um, oh no, uh, Cocaine was with uh, Ruthless. I think at the time, or fighting in independent. Cocaine is just a, an amazing uh, singer in the West Coast hip hop scene. And he's like OG around like everything with Easy E to everything, right? Right. Uh, but he did a session with Cocaine the night before, and then after that, he went to this, went and then went to the casino, got into that fight with Keefe D and some other guys. Yeah, the audio's doing some some interesting stuff. No, you're good. I just feel like. Oh, is that? I just need it here. Yeah, we need to tighten it up right there. Oh, that's okay. I can, I'll live. Screwdriver. Screwdriver. I'll live. I'm not stopping this to get a screwdriver i'll be fine <laughs> anyway keep going um so they end up getting in a fight over a death row chain and the death row chain ended up leading into um an issue with Pac and and shook where badass would have been in the car in the back of the car with them if that was the case because that was the plan with him to roll with them um to the next place and that's where keefe d whoever was in the car ended up doing the drive-by to show and Pac and killing Pac. Yeah. Right? And Badass even talked about how, you know, we were going to the hospital afterwards. And the, so that whole, like, you know, I always had the question in the back of my head until this moment, to be honest with you. It was like, yo, is Pac still alive? Yeah. Like, that's it's like that. that fucking. I sh- love conspiracies so oh, much yeah. that I'm like, he definitely faked his death and he's still alive. 
And the, but the pain that I saw in Badass's face, yeah, the like pain that I saw, I was like, yo, he lost a real brother. Like, just the reality of how I felt with Badass, because Badass and, and Blacktoven actually showed me how to rap and work in the okay. studio. So, like, I come from the whole Machiavelli training of hip-hop, too. Right, 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 right. Like, it's really interesting, like, to have that close of a connection to something so prolific that happened in culture. Yeah, that's actually so crazy. Oh. This is know. the perfect thing to talk about. It, oh, that yeah, okay, that tracks. So it, it's funny. Uh, the other side of it was, from my understanding, is that Keefe D ended up getting questioned and whatnot, but because he ended up testifying against the other guys, mm. he, he got a deal, oh. a plea deal that exonerated him from the case. They gave him a deal. So wait, so once you're exonerated, aren't you like? If you don't talk about it. Oh, but then he started to run his mouth and wrote a book and all and that. And that's exactly yeah, that where it's sense. like, how do you, people are like, yo, how, how do you get prosecuted for murder? But the truth of it, he already was, he was already walking away. People already knew about it on the streets. Yeah. People were like, he already was talking about in prison. Even, even he said in one of his black interviews, like, yo, like, I'm in prison. Like, I'm the top crip. Like, okay, you're the top crip, but in jail. So part of you wants to get back in jail to be the top crip because you get more respect in jail than you do out, out in society. So it shows you what kind of like how messed up, you know, that that his thinking is to begin with. Yeah. But then, you know, to write a book about it, to do, do interviews about it, being questioned by Vlad about it. Like you got to question where his mentality is to and what is he trying to profit off of it? Because he's trying to profit off it. Yeah, I know. I'm like, at like some point I'm like, why don't you just shut up? And stop, but like, I mean, but if you're, I don't know, like, talkers it, you're talk, to, but you're trying to talk about it, or you're trying to profit. He off never of stopped it. about it. That's the thing, a funny thing about it. He never stopped talking about it. So he's been talking about it for ten plus yeah. years. Yeah. So it shows you like how inefficient our, our judicial system is, and also the police officers at that at time where they ended up letting the case drag for the mystery of it because it was getting more attention. And yeah. it, there was actually a stat that came out about this that the Vegas Police Department got more attention. And more attention that made more money over the Tupac case than any other case they've ever seen. I mean, that's I'd believe it because you can't like walk two feet without somebody bringing it up. Yep. Yeah. And that's the funny thing about it. Well, you like think about the day that Tupac died, which is like it was one of those days that time stopped for a lot of people. And like even for me, it's like you know I was a kid. Yeah, I was like I don't even know if I was aware yeah. of the world. It was around eighty six. Oh, I wasn't alive. <laughs> Not 86, 96. 96. Oh, I was three. You know, so it was, I think it was like 96 um, when he passed away. I used to remember, like, my brother creating a whole, like, rest in peace, Tupac Shakur poster. And, like, oh, crazy. Like, he was, like, that hardcore into Tupac. That's the reason why I got exposed to Tupac was because right. my older brother. Oh, that makes sense. That yeah, makes sense. yeah. Yeah. So it's just really one of those things that you have to think about, like, how time stopped for a lot of people. And now, like, everyone's talking about it. And it's one of those stories that everyone around the world's talking about it. Yeah. I remember when Michael Jackson died. I yeah. was old enough for that. Yeah, time stop for that one too. Uh -huh. No, it, like actually, like my my this girl that I was friends with in high school, she was like, because he died when I was in high school, and she had never like I'd never I heard I hung out with this girl every single day and never heard her play a Michael Jackson song, and she called me and she's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Michael, sorry if I just like blew your eardrums out, but she like hit the wall and was like, oh, and I was like, bro. <laughs> like Bro. I've never heard you listen to why are you being so dramatic but like you know I don't know I don't get attached to like celebrity deaths 
But I'm so just like, Michael, oh, like. I mean, well, and then. And, uh, that's and great... then the documentary came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, but still, like that that case is really fascinating because like, it is. Like even like protecting his his uh, it's one of those things that like I I know I've known Michael's manager right. Wow. Like I met him, I met him randomly with a, another person, and we we're just smoking weed sitting on the floor, you smoking know, once and talking shit. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I needed. Oh, this is so funny because I like wanted something to put on some merch. And now I'm smoking gonna put weed and smoking shit. blunts and talking shit. That's a good shirt. Yeah, I'd buy it. That's gonna be sure. that's gonna be the first shirt that comes out. Well, so in Michael's defense, at least um, stories that the the Providence that came out, like Macaulay Culkin and people backing up Michael mm-hmm. for any of like the sexual abuse stories, you would think there'd be a little bit more weight and there'd be more victims than that, especially coming forward. So it's I mean interesting yeah. to think about what's really where the lines were crossed, where Michael was at, just hearing him where his mind was at, because he was very much, like, kind of locked in that childhood state. Yeah, too. he was, like, yeah, he was, like, a kid, but, like, in an adult body, basically. Trauma response. So, yeah. But he still was a fucking brilliant businessman. Yeah, he was. Yeah, talk mean, about, like, taking over half of Sony, or, like, yeah. Sony's whole catalog, the way he did. Oh, my gosh. Like, that, yeah. that is a study. That's crazy. It's a yeah. case study, for sure. Well, and I could see why he would be, like, still Chuck. Chuck. stuck in a childhood state because his entire childhood was performing with the jackson five literally so how many had no childhood so like yeah what else are you gonna do experience some maturity and no way no matures experience it that's one thing we lack in the world is the maturity oh (laughs) (laughs) i could go on oh god this podcast masculine maturity like guys need to learn maturity it's so sad oh my yeah. Take accountability is one of them. You're preaching to the, oh, you are <laughs> preaching to the choir, man. Like I said, this podcast would be four hours long if we went there. Yeah, we're going there. We're going there, guys. <laughs> maturity. All right, we're going there. Get ready, people. Hang on to your fucking hats. This is about to be. We'll take accountability, right? Look at what even with uh, what happened to the Vegas Police Department and taking accountability for Pac's case. You're like, what the fuck? So like, why can't we take accountability with the bottom line of it? But that's where I think a lot of people are just understand what accountability means well in taking accountability means you have to look inside yourself in order to like realize that you did something wrong that you need to be accountable for and people are they, they don't like to see oh well i fucked up here i fucked up there you know like they're like no it's your fault it's your fault it's your fault it's your but trust me i have so much experience with people like this i oh, yeah i pride myself on being like self-reflective and being able to like admit when i'm wrong and anybody that knows me knows i'm like hey uh so i fucked up and uh ooh, how do i fix it or whatever you know but like yeah, people just, they don't want to admit that they're wrong. No, ever. never, never. You know, and they also create enough of a illusion of uh, leeway that they don't have to be accountable. They don't think they have to be accountable in their own narrative, but. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, just a bunch of, like, recent experiences that I've had in the last two months, just, like, people. You're talking about dating experiences? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Where else do people need, you know, where else do people need to be more accountable other than dating, especially in Denver? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) It's horrible. It's it's trash. Dating in Denver (laughs) is hot garbage. Yeah. 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 Uh You know, it's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. Like, especially on apps and stuff, like, 
You have experience on apps. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh my god, my like your experience is uh, you know comes from it's an app. Funny. So. It's funny because like I, I've been on apps the whole time since apps come out, right? Yeah, really pretty. Much, I've been on and off pretty like, much. Even like the there was time. like ratemyfriend.com or something like rate that. Something like that. Sounds like it's like really MySpace. interesting. Yeah, it, it was it was proto Top MySpace five. Yeah, and then you, like, you matched with people kind of like it was actually kind of like uh, pretender, like pre-tender. yes or no, we oh, okay. beat my friend and stuff like that, and it became oh, like it was like funny. A, but it, you didn't have to be eighteen or plus to be on it, so it was like oh gross. Uh, you know, hung out with people my own age. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's not like so. Well, what I would think was that, like, if like people or like kids are on there and like oh, like adults are on there, like yeah, that, you know, that's like pedophile. I mean, I'm sure central. that shit got shut down because of that reason. Yeah. Well, and then there's Omegle. That's what. Oh. Omegle, mm-hmm. where you can just like log onto a website and just see this dude's dick, and you're like, okay, next, and then you can click through. Have you never been on Omegle? No, thank you. Oh, man. It's like well, a chat thing. So, like, you log on, and there's, like, a person you can, like, talk to. And it's so dangerous. <laughs> it's so funny. But, you know, like, we were left alone on the computer, like, yeah, when yeah. we were 12. Lemonparty.com. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I went to nerd school, too. So, it was, you like, went we, to nerd school. Yeah, we, I went to boarding school for high school. So Boarding school. We, we definitely had a little. Did your parents, like, send you away to boarding school, or did you, like, I, want I, to? Oh, my parents were in the middle of a divorce, so I wanted to go. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it was one of those weird situations. I'm like, wow, it's like it's healthier to be away from you guys than That's it fair. is to be around you. That's fair. Reality, and then also it was a magnet school, so it was like, uh, you know, some, yeah, the nerds nerds market school, yeah, publicly funded, whatever. Yeah. Like, we were ranked uh, the year after I graduated. We were ranked number two in the nation. Interesting. Every yeah. time I hear about different school options, I was thinking about this today too. Every time I hear about different school options, I'm like. Other than public school, I'm like, because yeah. hmm. I went to public school and it was great, and I'm glad I went. However, yeah. if I decide eventually that I do want kids, because right now I'm like, eh. <laughs> and the big reason is because of the school system right now. I oh god, just yeah, yeah, they don't... teach you to be a followers. They don't teach you to yeah. actually be a part of society. Well, and I watch, and I know I'm probably just watching, like, and I don't. I am going to probably say some things that's going to get me canceled before I even start. And this is supposed to be moderate, and it is, but. I don't really agree with like certain things that they're teaching at such a young age. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent depends like, on what region you're going to, and then like how they're polarizing these conversations. Yeah, for the conversation of votes. Yeah, well, and the thing is, is it's like yes, I think that certain, I think that certain things are important to teach in schools. Like you should definitely be teaching about people having different sexualities whatever uh, but not in first grade you should not be teaching people having blowjobs uh no uh no no is that being taught yeah oh yeah actually same sex blowjobs too oh god okay no like that's not something that's that that's exactly taught. where it's like we look at about like uh the maturity of the body and uh, how the body happens and respect human nature because we have enough science to back it up let's use the science to have these conversations respectfully like even brain yeah. development at twenty five doesn't get finished. So like we're talking about drug use, recreational drug use, like even alcohol. Like, like we shouldn't be having like like. There's a lot of conversation we should really be having in this country right now, and it's not about being conservative or being liberal no. or being moderate. It's about what is the best for the human body and what's the best life that we can give individuals to succeed. Well, and speaking of that, this is I I stay away from political things on this podcast, but you but like but we we're like talking about it, and I think it's really. I so I've worked with kids for 10 plus years. Yeah. Like I have worked with kids for t- I know how kids work. I know how they are. Yeah. They don't know. 
their head from a, the, their, or their ass from a hole in the wall. That they reach their absorption. Yeah. And so when I, the, the, the like one polarizing view I have is trans kids. Like I don't agree with it because. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Like, unless, unless someone's biologically born in that sense of, in sense of being, it's like literally you let a person be a person and then like, there's Let them like, figure it out. Let them figure it out. Yeah. Because. Exactly. Like the thing is, is that. And this has a like so many layers to it is that kids are getting phones so early. They're being flooded with this. I'm calling it a fucking trend of it is, you know, I'm even Rogan was saying, what's the first thing of of delusion of society? It's um, people choosing their own gender. (laughs) Well, yeah. 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 Which is one of those things like you're basically living a facade off the bat of your real life. And I hate to be like, you know. Or the curse. I'm not even trying to be conservative. I'm just being human. Yeah, it's like, yeah, and it's not about it's not about left or right, and it's not about conservative or liberal. Gender's a spectrum. It's a spectrum, and yeah. that's one thing to be be taught respectfully. So, but to be taught people like, oh, hey, like you need to respect your body for what you're given. God, God, whatever. If you believe in whatever you believe, universe, in. whatever. Uh, the reality is, our genetics are basically predisposed through our, like in our grandparents' womb. You know. Yeah. Most people don't realize, like, we're every woman's born with the eggs that they have with them, right? Yeah. So the reality is, like, for me, is like, like you know, I, I was in the sack with my grandmother's. It was in my grandmother's womb to a point, theoretically. Right. So that depth of like, you know, the birth giver and the sacred mother, and like, why we should always be honoring the woman. And we're seeing this narrative of men wanting to be women for that reason alone because they want to be cherished. It's kind of like we have a, a toxic narrative of what masculinity is now. What does that truly mean? And a lot of it is like, well, being masculine is setting up boundaries, healthy boundaries, and also promoting people. Are you it's, sure it's not Andrew Tate? That's not. No, it's that's not, not it. Tate. Are you sure? Tate. <laughs> Are you sure? It's because all flex zone, <laughs> all flex zone, and that's the thing about it too. The whole flexing side of things is is about not taking accountability. Mm-hmm. They, they're pushing accountability away from it and they're making excuses for their actions. Yeah. But, but but real masculinity is about being accountable being that hunter finding out those subtle sounds when you're on the hunt but then also bringing that hunt back to share yeah and where a lot of people are like well i did the hunt i get the best cut of meat no no, no. you don't do you need it what's the like what's actually the most nutrition what's the best situations there no the best cut of meat is probably gonna be the best fattiest and the worst for you especially for the next time no that's the problem that we keep on seeing everyone's like well i'm the hunter i get the best cut of meat i want to be the king like, are you really actually a leader or do you think you're a leader because your mom coddled you? <laughs> you just have a complex. You got a complex. You have a complex. And a lot of people have. never had to face it like, like you're talking about earlier, like dating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need a story. You got you to give me a story now for that So one. it's funny because this podcast was originally supposed to be dating stories. I've got oh, quite a few of them. Which one? Let's see. Uh, let's see. I, I, they used to be on my YouTube channel, but I pulled them off. Oh God! Yeah, there was um. So if you yeah, so if you go, if you have followed my oh, what do I want to do on uh, the internet trail, you've heard some of my dating stories. But uh, we'll go we'll go out with a bang. I'm, I'm, I'm a freshie, so I'm sorry, mom, for the story. I don't I don't think my mom knows the story, but uh, <laughs> this is a good one. I'll I'll go I'll go right I'll go right into it. So there was one time. So I was on I was on Tinder when like pretty much when it first came out. I was like still in college. Um, I was just like, oh, this is great. This is a way to meet people and not have to leave my house. 
and I can right. say no to people I don't want to hang out with. Pre-screening. That's why, yeah, like literally, that's why the apps are so great. I don't have to leave my house and I can be like, eh, no, eh, Fuckable, no. not fuckable, eh. okay. fuckable, <laughs> fuck, not fuckable. Oh, maybe you, kill You have Mary. a fish picture? <laughs> Get the hell out of here with your fish picture. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> what's like, okay, well, anyway, I'll ask that question after this story. Anyway, so I was on Tinder and I was like going to like people's, I was 20 years old. So I was like fresh and um, I was going to guys houses like they were just like, oh, come hang out. And I'm like, Netflix oh, OK, Netflix and chill. And so but I carry my knife around with me, obviously, <laughs> because you never know if you're walking into a serial killer house. And so one night we Are you were going to cut off those pants. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, none of no. Anytime <laughs> I went, anytime I went to somebody's house, it was a bad time. I never had a good time. Oh, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. So this one was pretty bad. So uh, we were watching a movie in his room or something. I can't even. It was. I think it was a house. I don't know if he like lived in the basement or something. I don't know. But I was like, okay, like I have to go. So me and my mom we used to do a, a boot camp at Red Rocks called It Burns Joe Fitness. I still want to go back, but it was dope. And um, so I was like, okay, you know, I have to leave. Like I have to go work out with my mom early in the morning. We leave at like six o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. And he was like, no, like please don't. And I was like, yeah, like, I got to go, like, working out with my mom. Number one priority right now. Like, let's go. And he's like, no, please. And he was, like, hugging me and, like, trying to get me to, like, stay. And I was like, no, like, I have to go. And he's, like, yeah. hug, like tighter, like, holding me, like, wouldn't let me leave his house. And so I, like, was able to reach down and, like, flip open my knife. And he let me leave. Like After a good that. girl? <laughs> like, seriously? Like, serious. Like, okay. I was like, listen, let me leave your house or uh, it's going to be a bad night for you. Uh, 100%. That's just awkward reality of it. It's and like I had to pull I, a knife on a guy. Because one time. <laughs> he, he, he wanted to keep the cuddle session going. And he, I didn't like him. So I was like, can Why I? Why were you cutting with him? You should have just stepped away. So, from yeah. Him. So that was the thing was that, like, you crossed a boundary. I know. Well, and that's the thing is that, like, I'm just too nice of a person. Like, as, and it, it, I'm less. Well, cuddles do feel nice, well, too. Yeah. It uh, depends uh, on the person. They, of course. But it depends like, on the person. But maybe I, not like that. I'm I've got as I've gotten older, I've gotten less nice. But when I was younger, I was way too nice, and I would just like chill and be like, "Okay, I'm super miserable." Like, eh. and then like I'd make up an excuse. But that wasn't an excuse. I really had to go work out with my mom that morning. But no, that's a completely valid reasoning in itself. Like, if you like, yo, like I'm here to hang out, watch a movie, and peace, peace, I'm out, and let it go. And then, like then you. round two, if you if you earn the second date, then. Well, and the first date should never be like watching a movie. Like that's fucking weird. Like there's no, I don't. It's Tinder though. It Tinder, was Tinder. I, it I, was like, Tinder I'm... in 2014. Exactly. Like... Tinder, Tinder is like, hey, you want to come over and fuck? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's all that's all Tinder was. No, at that it time. was. Yeah, and, you know, I even want like, actually, I want to get to know you and be friends first. Take off your pants. Yeah. But take off your pants. It doesn't literally. matter. If, like, literally, like either side of it. Even like guys like deal with the same side of it. Which is so funny. Like, I love hearing. So, like, obviously, I'm on the women looking for men side. Yeah. I love hearing, like, men's stories about women. So, what do, what do you have? I mean, other than, like, the story of how you even got to where you are. Like, that's crazy. But, that's funny. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Like, I, I haven't catfished a star in a movie. Uh, let me just Skype by the National Film Canada. Check it out today. I think it's still on Amazon and Apple. Uh, they owe me money. 
they owe me money. Seriously, Fuckers. they do. That you owe him money. They You're not money. listening to this, but like, if you are, fire. Oh, it doesn't matter. Chance. Yeah, you owe it's, money. It's like they know. They know they owe me money. They know. They know what. They know exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, it's just a weird story. Um, but like, even recently, like even like my energy, like I have some energy when I'm depressed. Like I have issues with like online dating ish, but I've seen like even with like the response back and like this year, it's kind of been like my energy's been really good and. <laughs> Gosh, dating is even funnier, I find, even now with single mothers. Oh, yeah, because we're, how old are you again? I'm 35. 35, okay, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, so you're getting the. Oh, yeah, nobody really has time for anything but, but like, what they have in front of them, so they're usually just looking for casual dates, or you find the group of people that are not looking for casual dating, and you're like, well, like, I'm trying to do this healthily right now and figure out my shit, too, like. Is that all about you? And that's what I keep on finding out in the world that it's like most people themselves have been taught that it's like they live a very limited point of view and perception of things. And it's it's funny. Like, I have some crazy dating stories. Like, you know, even girls picking me up at the bar. I'm like, what? No. Oh, yeah. I mean. I'm sure you, you get picked up at the bar still. I don't go to bars. No. But when I did. But yeah, when I did. You did, right? Yeah, yeah, when I did, for sure. That was like me and this girl I used to be friends with. We'd go put on our fucking tight dresses and she'd throw me in heels. I'm not a heels person, if you, <laughs> if you can't tell. I mean, I know I look like a heels person right now in my sweats. Right. But uh, she would like throw me in her heels and we'd go downtown and we would just rage. Get lit. And then. <laughs> And then we'd like go get drinks from guys and then like hide in the bathroom until one time. Okay, here's a story. <laughs> one time we were at a club, not recently, but like, you know, like when we were going out yeah. to the club and I had on this like tight dress and we were dancing with these guys and we stopped dancing with them because like that's what you do. You know, you don't, you don't ever it, dance it, with it, the same person all night like, you check you check it bounds unless you're really vibing it unless you're vibing which check you, who's it, vibing if you're if you're a normal person not a normal person but like <laughs> if you're not a psychopath you're not really vibing with anybody in the ah you know when you're a charmer you're a charmer that's fair people people vibe with you when you're like hey, i don't I, who the fuck are you right now people vibe yeah i mean and you who's know, not gonna vibe with a girl in a tight dress like hey, let's be honest let's like, be honest you're right yeah and you're a gymnast too so you're, like, <laughs> yeah you're vibing yeah but um, so we found so she en- ended up meeting up with this guy that she knew from a while back. I found a different guy to dance with. I don't know. And then the guys that we were dancing with before came literally came up to me and was like, hey, do you have a pen? And I looked down at my dress and I looked up at him and I was like, no, where would I put a pen in this? Th-? Like, what? No. And then we were, you know, we finally got rid of all of the guys. And we were like having a good time. We were dancing by ourselves. It was like we were starting the night. It was great. And the, the the security or whatever comes up and was like, "Hey, can we see your IDs?" And I didn't think anything of it. I was like, "Bitch, I know. I look twelve. <laughs> like I still like still to this day, just yesterday. And then like last week, people are like, "What? You're gonna be thirty this year?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I know I'm gonna look great when I'm 60. Uh, great Maybe genius. I'll finally exactly. look 30. You know? <laughs> but so like I'm like yeah I know I look like I'm 12 whatever. So I just like handed her my ID like bitch I'm like 23, and she's like okay come with me and I was like oh oh no <laughs> and um then we she's like oh like these people like came to us and said that you guys were too drunk to stand and we were like what and you were oh you were like stumbling around and we were like no like do. 
do we look like we're too like I remember this whole thing. Like, do yeah. we look too drunk? You guys to are being like, petty and harassing. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And she was like, she's like, no. And then she looked back, and the guys that we stopped dancing with to ask for a pen were like standing behind the security. And she goes, Do you know these guys? And we were like, No. And she goes, Oh, okay. Like, she like let them go. Like, so they were the ones that turned us they in. They are the roofies. They were mad. Well, they didn't even like they didn't even roof us. They were just mad that we didn't want to dance. One hundred percent. That's like, like oh, they, they, yeah. I call them roofiers because they, like those are the guys that get jealous of cock blocking and whatnot because oh, yeah. they think they have ownership over experience. Yeah. Where an experience is happening now. Yeah, and I'm like, like and you have like everyone has their choices no. and literally like yeah. Yeah, and I was like, no, Gross. we don't know these guys. And she's like, oh, okay, well, you guys can come back in if if you want. We were like, fuck that. Like, no, we're going home. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm gonna. No right. Okay um dating stories what okay other than the first story that like brought you here like what do you have like what is like the like just like a weird like like a normal like date not like a oh here now i'm famous basically but like just like oh i went on a date and this was a mess a fine mess uh like mess like, you know what a mess is. Like, where you were like, oh, it was one of those, like, where you had, like, have you ever had, like, a, oh, God, if you exist, like, please take me now. This is horrible. <laughs> there was one date. I think there's one date that I could think about that it was, like, uh, I say a horror story on my part, but I was sick. Like, I actually had, a, like, a pr- pretty big stomach infection that I did not really was going on. on her? No, no. Oh. Um, it was just, like, you know, just trying to keep the story straight, kind of probably looked a little woozy. I smoked a joy, and she kind of got a little, like, freaked out and she's like i need to go home and i'm like okay that's fine she was freaked out about i don't know about what, I, no i think she just got really paranoid after because it was a really strong oh because she smoked beating up paranoid yeah i think so she got a little paranoid and then she had to leave and that was like the only date that's ever ended early for me okay okay like yeah like you know my dates go really well wow that i'm like god's favorite that i'm like hey well here's the funny thing about it though like for me on the other side of dating i'm like yo um i'll coordinate and organize a date no problem but it's the other side, I'm like, hey, like, let me know when you're free. Send me a text message that, like, on your time, right? Don't make, make me initiate it and let me know when it's there. And then right. I find girls that are like, they want me to initiate all of the interactions. Well, you're like, like, I don't know when you're free. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't have your schedule in my pocket. But it's a simple, it's the simple um understanding of like um, a simple request too. So if I'm making a simple request, like, just let me know when you're free. You can't even do that. Like, how can I trust your relationship? It's something well, yeah, simple like, red flag that really weeds out a lot of dating because then people aren't ready. And when like that happens, you know, things move on pretty fluidly that it's, it's easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I'm like, I, people are like, oh, let me know when you're free. Let's hang out. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm done messaging you now. Like if I don't want to hang out, like, or if, yeah. Or I'm like my, my favorite is I don't want to be pen pals. I want to <laughs> hang, like, listen, buddy. Uh, I'm trying to make sure that so especially for me personally, like with my track record on dates is it's bad. It's trash. Like I have more bad dates than good dates, and like disastrous bad dates, not just like, oh, you know, we didn't work out like, no, I don't know what it is about my my system. My mom says I have a bad picker. I mean, she's right. But like I just like disasters. And so I'm like, no, I don't want because you're probably fawning over guys that are are putting masks on and over presenting themselves when they're not being actually true to who they are. Or it's just I attract freaks. I don't know. But that's 
Yeah. yeah. Define a freak. What What is a freak in your mind? Okay, so for example. What is the freakiest of your freaks? Um, <laughs> There was one guy who I hung out with a couple years ago, and he was like, bound, like he was bounding from foot to foot crunching leaps. And like, I'll, you know, slightly go out of my way when I'm by myself to step on a crunchy leaf. But like, I'm not bounding from foot to foot. And then he, we were laying in the grass and he like sat up. And if you're not watching this on the video, like he is, I've never seen the most wide eyes in my life. Like he was laying down and then he sat up and was like this and asked me a question. And it looked like a creepy doll face. And I was like, oh, I'm scared. And then, and then I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then I went, this guy? huh? You meet this guy online? It would probably hinge. Yeah. Oh. And, um, and, and so, like, I got back, and my, my friend, who was my roommate at the time, she was like, oh, how'd it go? And I was like, I don't think I like this guy. And so I told him, and he was like, but it took me a, a minute to be like, because, eh, you know, I'm, t- I'm like, oh, I don't want to hurt people's feelings now. I'm like, but I don't like you. Like, it just takes that time, like, getting older. But I was like, finally told him that I, like, didn't, you know, I wasn't, oh, I just didn't feel like we clicked. And he said literally something along the lines of, like, well, I wouldn't book you anyway or something like that. And I was like, okay. Fragile male ego. Okay, response. well, your true colors are out. Like, there's a reason why I, like, wasn't interested. But, no, like, what I was saying was. Oh, freaky my, dates. I got oh, yeah. I used that. Oh, yeah. Go for oh, it. So there was this one time this girl invited me a date to the cemetery. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. There's a park what next to it. What was the lead up to that? Like, oh hey, I have a cool place to show you. I know, right? It was that was down the street from like, I'm like it's different. It's it's very macabre, right? I'm, it's very macabre. I'm, it's no, she's insane. It didn't. It, yeah, it ended off like another you know, the wrong foot, and I'm like, you know, she wanted to be a screenwriter. I'm like, okay, cool. I brought a screenplay. I'm like, okay, like you know, figure out who this person is and like share a little bit about myself. And uh, we we showed up because she wanted to go to the cemetery because like go to a cheap date and there was also a park right next to it which, you know, it's a very interesting, uh, piece of property in general where the cemetery is because it's a mixture of cemetery and a park, uh. So we ended up going through the walk and going through the walk and it was good conversation around it. At the end of the, at the end of the date, like okay, like you know, I gave her the screenplay. We talked. We talked a little bit like after. She's like, okay, this is going to work because uh. You want kids or some shit like that? I'm like, that's not what I said. Like I said, like, like I'm really tired of people putting words in my mouth. <laughs> right. I said I'm open to it. Like that I'm down, yeah. but I'm great with kids. But I never said that either. Like, I want a partner, and then someone to grow with. Right. But that's what matters. Yeah. Like, like if something's like you know the value of what it could be, that's perfect. But it, that's no, like that's not my end game. Yeah. Here. You have to find the partner before you can even think about having and that's kids. That's amazing. Just like that date Thank was you. just like yeah. 100%. 100%. Got to find that partner before you even have any kids. And I don't know if I want kids. I don't know. Like, okay, I real, realistically, I don't want, I don't want kids. But well, if I lot. end up having kids, I'm going to be a great mom. I was thinking about it today. But that's exactly where that's the catch 22. It's like, you know, you're like, yeah. It, it, and that's, I think, a really valid, if you don't have not really experience with kids, that's a really valid feeling. Just especially being our age. It's like, yeah, like, I'm fucking scared as fuck. I don't want, like want to have them. But if I have them, like, I'm going to be the best fucking parent. Yeah, but Respect. like also, that's I'm, what I feel. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I was this is so funny because I was totally thinking about this this morning. Like, I work. I'm not good when I don't sleep. 
you know, they say two things. If you like sleep and you like money, don't have kids. Well, I like both of those things. Actually, the, 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 the like money part of things is not even true with kids. Actually, if you like money, you should have kids. If you like money, you should have kids. If you like money, you should oh, have that's kids. because you get more back on your taxes. Not even that. What, what you do is you leverage your ta- your kid's uh, life insurance policy, and you can leverage that and actually take a loan off of it, and you can just create your own bank off of your children's life insurance policy. Wow, that's what the rich do. Uh uh-huh. Yeah. So, like, literally, like, you can leverage. That your... sounds fucked up. Well, you know, the most valuable thing we have is our own time. Yes. The most val- valuable currency we have is our own time. So that Justin Timberlake movie is not not wrong. <laughs> Yeah, so like, if you want to, you actually want to be rich. You actually understand the system itself. It's having kids. There's a lot more benefits to having kids than there there are not. And what you really to actually afford a child is you leverage your life insurance policy. Hmm. Yeah, and that will actually afford it. Which that life insurance policy, when you maximize it itself by the age of when they're like thirty five, will they'll be a millionaire. That's why by hmm. by high yield investment accounts and everything else like that. When you leverage that, it's like a kid pays for themselves. Mom. Oh, yeah. You fucked up. Uh, yeah, well, it's also generational wealth. <laughs> I know of she's listening. You fucked up. You well, that, my parents didn't know that either. Like, I'm the one that's educated my family about that. And it's one of those things where we should be taught this in school. And we should For be taught real. taxes in school. But we're not taught that because when we're taught to be a part or play our role and then defend our role, and then we're not taught to grow out of our role. And that's where the people that are in the higher realms of you know, money or that's what they want us to be. But when you like actually get into the real idea of business, then you, also you write start off. a podcast in your living room. Yeah, <laughs> and that's start a podcast. And hope room. it works. And now, right, you you can write off office space, do a lot of other things. I could start write off my apartment as office space. Not all of it. Um, Not just all this of it. Room. Um, <laughs> you, square footage wise, you you can like uh, it's like a third of your thing, uh, your living space. You can you write off technically. Yeah. And if you actually have like a designated space, there's a lot of things you can do. Like that's why I'm converting my my uh, garage into a studio. Oh, that's right, that's right, man. Yeah. That's gonna be sick. It just makes sense. And then uh, I also have black and white photography stuff. So I'm gonna try to set up. I'm like thinking about setting up a live stream of doing black and white photography. That's cool. You know the f- development of it, have that whole development vibe going, and create a a YouTube Twitch channel. Nice. Do yeah. That. Get yeah. in there. I love the like. I don't do Twitch, but like I love YouTube. I love, like, I don't watch TV. I watch YouTube videos. Here's a, here's a fact about YouTube and a fact about this market right now. Uh, there was They said $48 billion was made in the entertainment or, like, the movie market last year, right? $48 billion was made on YouTube alone or transferred through YouTube alone last year. Oh, yeah, I believe it. So, like, I believe it. YouTube's market and uh, the fact is that, like, every person should be creating, uh, like, if they have a niche now or great at talking, we all should be podcasting, creating those conversations and creating those moments because it's it's better that we are doing it that way and sharing that information. Yeah. I need to I need to seal this shit before somebody tries to take it from me. Oh right. You gotta take that LLC and you know especially that name, right? Talking headlines talking is, headlines. is, a, is a, great... it's a and it's a play on the talking heads. Yeah. So yeah. And well, that was I was just yeah. honestly thinking of the other side of it too. It was like you can also create like a, an animated version of your podcast. That you don't have to be on camera. You're gonna have somebody animated talking heads. That's so funny. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, there's something called a chinwag with a Paul Giamatti. Okay. So Paul Giamatti. Yeah, he has a podcast called Chinwag. I'm on. I'm on one of his earlier episodes asking a question about what was it the Sasha Records. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm on that episode asking the question about. 
Does, do you believe aliens visit you in your dreams? Aliens, <laughs> here we go. Let's get into aliens. Uh, oh, actually, uh, uh, what I want to talk to you oh, about. Oh, yeah. Uh, interesting enough, we're talking about sentient beings right now, right? Mm-hmm. And talking about brain development. Uh, have you heard about Bunny the dog? Mm-mm. So Bunny the dog is a dog that uh, there's a, a, a vocal pad. And his owners are having conversations with Bunny the dog because Bunny the dog has over 100 buttons that they'll press and, ha- and have a conversation with their owners. So now they're actually seeing the dog's thought process through actually real communication and transition. It's like AI, right? like dog? No, it's a real dog. It's a real It's dog? a real dog like having it's conversations. A, yeah. Like a... Like you're saying like you have your like communication with your dog. You can talk to your dog. Yeah, well, he doesn't listen, but yeah. Okay. Mine too. <laughs> Mine too. Mine's very stubborn, but he, he, he hears me. Yeah, he knows. And he I know just, he knows too. Yeah. He knows. He just chooses not to listen. And now Bunny's uh, supporting that. But the topic I thought that was interesting that would be bringing on this, um, I was just watching something about using brain stem cells and teaching them, growing a brain to teach them to play video games. Teaching dogs to play video games? No, just uh, taking brain stem cells. Oh, teaching the brain cells. Got it. Whoa. To teach video games. So now there's people actually growing brain cultures and then teaching them to play video games. Pong has now been performed to an optimization and they're finding that these brain cells are optimizing and figuring it out quicker than AI is. They even taught one, uh, some, some guy taught a rat's brain cell culture or whatever you want to call it, that's saying to play Doom. Imagine Whoa. that rat brain living in a real hell its whole life and then having to fight <laughs> out of it, then dying and reincarnating and oh having to fight gosh. it. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. The things that they're doing these days are terrifying isn't it you have to think about really terrifying. conscious consciousness now and like even like eating meat and vegans and even like life consciousness or plant consciousness now like there's some real conversations we need to have to change our our philosophy of life our philosophy of, of business and society scary it's so like and i had a the ai episode with my friends when i was in seattle and it's just it's amazing it's yeah and it's a revolution I, happening right now yeah and i am and ai is all about optimization and I'm falling behind faster than they're making it better. So I'm like, oh, we're oh. we're way behind right now. I mean, now. yeah, but like I'm behind everybody else. Like I told you earlier, I'm like a step above a mom who's like, oh, do you know this person? You're like, no, mom, it's a meme. You're supposed to laugh. Whatever, just give me the phone back. And she's like, well, how do I? Don't don't scroll, mom. Like that's I'm a step above that. <laughs> just so, one. So innocently naive. Yeah, like I know enough, but I don't. I, I know enough to not be a podcasting, but I, I have no idea. Like, I mean, as far as like, like videos and editing and yeah. even like this, like I. It's technology, right? It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a craft and a skill to learn for yeah. sure. And like the only reason I know like anything about podcasting is because like all I listen to is podcasts. All I watch is podcasts. Like I don't, I haven't listened to music. Today was the first day I listened to like actual music and like pretty much two months and so it's like it's all podcasts and like i'm so like cpr I'm so, are you a big fan of cpr i'm assuming then CPR. colorado public radio colorado Pub- i don't listen to the radio dog i don't listen i have i have no i've listened you need to tap into cpr for sure you, you yeah you, you'd, you'd appreciate that i listened to, so i listened to the radio up until i got my new car which was in 2021 yeah. because then i could connect my phone to bluetooth but otherwise i was listening to radio but I listen, yeah, I, all I do is listen to podcasts. I watch podcasts on YouTube. Like, I don't watch shows. Like, so I've just, like, sub, like submerged myself into this world. So I know a lot about it. 
but when it comes to like all of the I think I was telling you about all the behind the scenes stuff I'm like uh, I know what to do in front and I know how to like talk I use like a lot but we're working on it like. I uh, like but all of the technology part of it I'm like what and it's just going that? faster too so like so scary. with just happened with like those like ai and those brain cultures and now and those brain cultures being taught like what is that uh ninja turtles there's a ninja turtles character with like you have the brain living in the stomach oh yeah that guy's real now that guy's real life like that's not a joke we can actually say like that guy has now been developed we, we we have to really look at it. Like my work it's like self is based off of where humanity is gonna be in eight hundred years. And I'm even finding it funny that like I wrote my work like ten years ago and a lot of the stuff is actually resonating even today. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, if you're a good writer, your right your work's gonna translate and it's gonna it's gonna resonate within the culture continuously. Yeah, it'd be like timeless. You know, hopefully. if you hopefully if you're good at what you do. In theory, yeah. In theory. But that's that, that's the that's the goal. That's the idea. That's yeah. You yeah. know, writing anything, I think, with any with any uh umph hopefully it'll be that timeless you just don't want to be one of those people that's like oh that didn't age well yeah <laughs> oh gosh and i'm loving that my work is aging up beautifully and it's like it's because you're probably not throwing racist sexist all sorts of crazy stuff. oh that's no no I'm definitely i'm definitely touching those topics too and i'm definitely doing diverse casts and i'm definitely breaking that up oh yeah but it's like looking at the creator right the creators came out i've, I've been pitching a story like that for 10 years now don't get me wrong um that movie's gonna be out i think in like a month or two and it's written by uh where the writers from rogue one star wars uh he humanoids the ai okay so you yeah. you get what i'm saying yeah, with yeah, that? yeah. so they yeah. Ma- he makes it's just another one of those like things but like why would a fucking ai want to be human i don't why know. would robots want to be human and then know. you look at the development of the culture we have right now and like even with boston dynamics and the robots they have robots are going to be four-legged and backpacks and assistants they're not going to be people people well and that's like even elon musk right now development is robots like that's cool that you're creating humanoid stuff but then again like where's the optimization of it all you're doing is trying to create something that is people can relate to well and the thing about so this reminds me of a couple things like one thing that i talked about in an earlier episode was the chipotle avocado robot and the way the news like or the article that i was reading said it was oh, Chipotle's got a robot now. And I thought it was like a robot. Like, here's your da-da-da-da. It's a machine. Yeah, it's Like, it's all it is is a machine. Like, you guys, and everybody's like freaking out. Oh, my gosh, it's a robot. Like, you realize there's factories that have machines, right? And then- It's just a machine now in public public eyes. It's it's, it's an avocado cutting machine. Like, have you ever tried to, like, cut an avocado? Try cutting hundreds of them fast. (laughs) Get a machine. Just get a fucking machine. Yeah, exactly. Well, you look at Flippy the Robot. Flippy the Robot was there to, to flip burger patties. Yeah. So, like, those machines have been around. That's where true AI is not really, like, really available. It's just a lot of optimization, a ser- a serialized optimizations, right? Mm-hmm. Even though we have a lot of things figuring out and there's a lot of things coming together because now it's a, like a, a bank of information that it's pulling from. Yeah. It's still not true AI. No. So, we're like, like even, like, asking to write some programs for it. Yeah, but what it's doing is just, it's taking, which I found interesting using ChatGPT. ChatGPT, we went over the Seattle episode, yeah. Yeah, um, I, it was pulling out the language beautifully. So you actually know how to use language properly in, in like the most, uh, you can pick out the proper word in your language. ChatGPT works beautifully. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's descriptive and they, it, that program has a dialect that is has depth. 
So you can talk with that depth. It'll talk with you back in that depth. And it was pulling out things from my screenplays. I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is beautiful because it really helped out as an assistant for me. And it also helped as uh, someone in something that can be there. But it's going to really change how people think and people interact with the glasses that just came out with Meta AI, uh, Ray-Ban, um, mm-hmm. the pin coming out. We're going to see a huge shift about how we as humans just naturally interact with technology where we grew up with technology now but the generation that we're seeing is now it's just part of their daily reality yeah actually a couple weeks ago my friend so he just got married and him and his boss were like just working it trying to set me up with a little intern and he's like way younger than me <laughs> and so like whatever i he was like texting people, me and people just like we want to see like, you in your best life i know we were like hanging out with i was hanging out with my friend and his wife and he um and this and this girl that I used to work with and he um oh I just I wasn't interested in the little friend I just wasn't and so I told him I gave him my phone I said you started this you tell him that I'm not in like I'm not dealing with this because like you started it and he used chat chat GPT to like formulate a message to send to him like oh I'm not interested it's funny it works hey, that's all that matters it as came long out as it good. works yeah, yeah it came out good <laughs> sorry if you're listening to this, sir, I'm not going to uh, say his name. He's gotten enough slack at work, like that poor kid. Poor kid. Because they, like, he, my friend read, like, some of the messages, and he was like, oh. Because he's like, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. And I'm like, it is that bad. And so when I told, it, like, wasn't bad, but it, you, you could tell the difference. He's between like, hey, the, I 20, find you sexy, and no, I'm 20-something, I'm youthful. No. I'll make your night go round and round no. and round. No, he was like. He said some like oh, call me Mary. I was busy like I was. So working. make your XXX miss. <laughs> I was busy. I was working. As long as you keep on ho ho hoey. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. No, he said he, yes. You are correct. He, he was. I was busy. I had a busy day. Somebody's got to dance around those candy canes. <laughs> <laughs> he called the North Pole for anything. <laughs> we're getting a little southy on that one aren't we funny. yeah no i was i was busy and he was like oh am i being a burden and i'm like oh like i just people have lives um and so he was like reading the other messages and he was like oh it was just like like if you've ever been not 23 and you talk to a 23 year old you're like uh they got no depth to talk about no idea what's going on can you have can you start a conversation can you keep a conversation well and they still don't they and it's funny because i could pinpoint the day that uh, my brain fully developed but like when you were <laughs> younger like you're like oh like oh you know like i'm smart i can do that blah, 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 whatever and then your brain Anything fully develops possible. and you're and you realize oh Sure. There is a difference between when my brain wasn't fully developed and when it is, <laughs> and I can spot the difference. So when somebody younger comes, is like, "Oh, hey, I like you." I'm like, "No, dog, you gotta wait till your brain develops. It's give, a completely give different it three world. to six months, and then come back to me later. <laughs> and maybe you're lucky; you can come on my back." Oh, gross! <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I don't know. This... Oh, it's it's like talking about dating too. It's like even for myself, like I went through like a very traumatic situation and healing wise, and like the end of the healing period, I can't tell you how many girls were like, "Yeah, um, I like you, but uh, I need time to figure out if I really like you." <laughs> like, what does that even mean? What does that mean? Like, sex like is me. good, but like, 
I got I got other things that I want to be open for right now. I'm like, okay. So you want your cake and eat it too. Exactly, right? Yeah, That's exactly what sure. they're saying. Like, okay, I understand that, but I got needs. That's not your cake. <laughs> like, I don't. Uh-huh. It's not going to work. Oh, maybe like you'll skip a talk to You're like, all right, like, you still figure out your stuff. And I'm trying to be in, like, you know, actually heal and be healthy in a relationship right now. And when I'm, now you basically told me that I should be one of those guys. Fuck. Right. Living my best life. Living my best life. Oh, God. It's just like, you know, dating multiple girls at once. It's, it's fucking, it's hard. I don't do that. I don't date it's multiple. So... Well, I don't date multiple girls at once because I don't date girls, but I don't date multiple <laughs> guys at once. Like, I don't have the time for, I That's barely have the time for one. Like, I don't have the time for That's multiple. That's what I'm saying. It's really interesting enough that we be in that, that like, world, though. Mm-hmm. Most girls are pushing guys to be there, though. Because they're like, I only have my time, but I don't have enough time for you. Like, what does it even mean? And then when you're really dating, you're like, you know, you, you make yourself accountable. And also you, you put yourself out there and you're like, hey, I want to show up for you at this time. No, oh, I can't show up. You're really here. Why not? I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. Like, yeah, of course. But that means you're not ready to date. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe you should. You know, everybody's got the time. You just have to make the time. And if you don't want to make and- the time, then you don't. But that's also like I think a, a big red flag for a lot of people because a lot uh, of people yeah. will put their time in, and also they will abuse their time. But then again, they will belittle your time. Oh yeah, all of it. I've and that's been on where... so many dates that I should like. If I could get that time back, I'd probably live so much. Like I'd have so much longer to live. Oh gosh, yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. And if I had a dollar for every bad date I have, I'd be funding this podcast and. Okay, uh, what what was your best date? Okay, hold on. I have to think about that. Because, like, best date, that (laughs) date was the best date. That that was the best date ever. You could have planned it. They could have planned it. Was it, does it have to be a first date? No. Just best date, period. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's see. Best date. There's gonna be some dead air on this podcast because I have to think. I've had so many more bad than I have best. My best date. I don't even know. Isn't that a crazy question to ask? Yeah, it is. You know, I don't even know. That's why I find it fascinating. Like I'm going like going to first dates and everything, and your like girls I, are like, "Holy shit!" Like I've never had a guy bring me a flower. I have a rose garden, right? So I literally it's easy for me to just clip up a rose. And, oh, that's funny. And like I, I love giving flowers in general. That's part yeah. of like you know one of my love language. Like I wouldn't say my love language, just one of the things I like to do in general. Just just appreciating. I'm not a gift giver. Gift giver. I just. Like to grow shit. I love those girls that are like, oh yeah, like do, my love languages is, is is getting gifts. Really, no, I'm more of like physical touch and like uh, uh, quality time. Right? Got it. Yeah, words of affirmation are like, eh. like quality time matters. Um, but like the point of it is like, it's amazing to find like how many people are just not wary about that stuff, and they're really just walking in their own understanding, and they're really it's kind of like a zombie bullshit. Mm-hmm. you know even the dating world like you know I'm, dating fatigue is real now you're dating a lot and you're out dating and you're really trying to figure it out that's i think half the problem you're going out either people have the mental capacity to meet you at a level or have a conversation or not and they're they're you know chasing the dragon they're chasing the feeling yeah they're not chasing the lifestyle and dating should be all chasing chasing a lifestyle and a growth of a lifestyle not fusing somebody for it, but working with somebody because like a relationship in my opinion is business I mean, it is. Yeah. It's funny to, like, listen to other people, like, oh, I've been on dating apps just trying to figure out what I like and what I don't like, and that's great. I 
dating. Envy uh, those people because I have disastrous dates. And I, there's no, like, I uninstall Hinge, like, and reinstall it, like, every other day. I, because I can't, I can't, and I do do that thing where I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you know, let me know if you have time or here's my number, text me. And I don't because I've had so many disasters. Like, I could give you 10 disasters right here, right now. And that's just from, like, a certain period of time. Yeah. And so it's it's like, yeah, you know, I could be out here trying to figure out what I like and what I don't like. But when I have this guy in front of me who's wearing a dirty shirt and dirty basketball shorts and he's got shit in it, like dirt in his tub and hair clippings in his sink, I might as well have been outside. And then he's Why like, the fuck can would I you get be at his house? And I'm like, no. Run, forest Rose. Like. It's hard to be like, well, yeah, I definitely don't want that. And I definitely don't want the guy I pulled my knife on. And I certainly don't want the guy that said, oh, I'm not going to fuck you anyway. And like crunches leaves. So this it's I love listening to people who have been on like journeys through dating and haven't had no bad date because I'm every single date I've been on. Why would you accept like how, how what do these guys say to get you on the date? Okay, well, I had one. I'm curious where, because like you, you have enough horror shows, and it's like I don't know. Like I can't. I can't and let's be honest. Like we also met on Bumble too. That's true. That is true. And um, I don't remember, but I do remember one like bad one where I, I went over to his house because you know, and the the, the he looked hot. I don't know what I, was, I know. I don't know what I was thinking because I my I, my memory isn't that great and. <laughs> I must have forgotten what the first message was that I went over there and he was like rolling a joint or whatever and just like tried to jump me like right there and was just like on top. Like I was like, no, no, no. I like pushed him off and I left and I was like, what the hell was the first message this guy sent me? You want to know what the first message was? I scroll. I was sitting in my car outside of his apartment. I scrolled all the way back. I don't know why I didn't ignore this. I don't know why I didn't ignore this. Like my brain must have just stopped working, but it was sorry, mom. Again, eh. it was sit on my face. Was the first wow. message. Was the very first message. And I was like, why the fuck why would you even did go I go? What was yeah. I thinking? Because Unless you're ready to sit on space. It's like, the, you, you're, you're inviting trouble. No, well, like if the convert, well, and then for some reason, well, I was the conversation was good, he's a little chill. It you, kept I, going. Let's be honest, like. And then I must have forgotten about what the first message yeah. was, but I don't even know why I continued. Because okay. if you know, somebody said that to me now. Yeah. Um, that's a red unmatch. flag. Unmatch. That's a huge red flag. Yeah. Because <laughs> another side of the dating apps, which is a big problem of it, is that when we go into it, we're going to our mind of already preconceived that we find them attractive. Like, hey, I'll, I kind of feel like I want to have sex with them. That's an issue with the dating apps, just just human nature-wise. Preconceived that we talk about it. When you walk into that side of it and you enter it, so when he's like, yo, I want you to sit in my face, he wasn't lying. No, he wasn't lying. And he was going to do it right then and, and right And he was there, like, yo, I, I don't care for that side of things. But still, it's like... I guess. You know, life well, is weird. It's Yeah, and dating is weird. Like there um that it's funny because i i said to somebody it's always like oh yeah you know dating apps i pick who i want to hang out with based off of like five words on your profile but then also what i've learned is that people like okay obviously people texting is different than people in person that's no news to anybody but somebody could have like a completely normal conversation over text and be so insane when you meet oh them yeah person. well it's like it gets lost in textilation they say yeah. like the tone in, in texting is we develop it, a conversational tone for it in our own head mm-hmm. it's not the true conversational tone of people's texting in general 
And you so, get there and you're like, wow, this person's nuts. Well, it also doesn't help out that people don't know grammar. So for texting oh to actually God, work respectfully, we need to actually know grammar. If I know if people, so if I'm texting somebody or if I'm reading an article, it happens a lot more with articles. If there's a grammar mistake, I will get out of that article immediately. I don't read it because it's not trustworthy. That's, that's in my uh, opinion. That, that's very valid to a point. Yeah. Or like I'll stop talking to somebody if they have bad grammar. English was the only subject I did well in, and I take it very seriously. You know, like I'm dyslexic, so fuck you. That's fair. <laughs> I am with numbers. Actually, I said something to my mom the other day about dyslexia. So I had to read her text message three yeah. times because I was. Like, oh what? gosh, just sometimes things will just like be missing and like yeah, it's yeah. really interesting. Or when I used to run the gymnastics gym, I would have to dial phone numbers all the time, and I would oh, I always switch up the last two numbers of the phone number. That's it, not any other ones, just the last two. And so I was calling wrong numbers all the time. So I couldn't figure Maybe it out. Maybe you just didn't want to call the right number. Is yeah, I, I, didn't like, <laughs> I didn't like answering the phone. I didn't like talking. I I like good at it, but I don't want to do it because it it was just parents complaining, and I just didn't. Of course, because the parents the, complaining. Like their their children are the greatest things in the world. I think I think yeah I think being in that environment is a big reason why I don't want to be a parent. That and moms like moms get a bad rep because moms are like oh you you know you have a kid and then you're grumpy. See, but, I'm, a, I'm a aspiring stay at home dad right now. I like, as a writer I'm aspiring stay at home dad. Right, it's, right. It's a great, great, great stay at home dad. <laughs> as long as you're still making money. Uh, we live in a world where everyone should be making money. Oh uh, yeah, no, exactly. We don't have there. We don't have the resources to have people staying at home and not working. Well, like the idea of Unless it, like you're you're, even your parents, like, oh hey, you got to make your own money, you know, zero, and you're gonna fund your own existence. You're 16, get a job. But still, like, rich people set their kids up. Like we were talking earlier with the life insurance policies. So if your parents didn't actually set you up a machine to make money, shame on them. <laughs> Did you hear that, Mom? Shame on you. Yeah, you I told my mom. Me up, I, 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 set me up a life insurance policy. My mom had a conversation today about that. I'm like, well, we, we should have bet on that one. <laughs> well, you told you had the conversation. My, my poor mom. She's been blown out on my podcast. We love you, Mom. I love you, Mom. <laughs> should have set me up with a life insurance policy. But I said, now, now, we're, now we're just going to make her affiliate market and uh, get sponsorships for podcasting. Yeah, right. Once I don't worry. Once I uh, blow this thing up, there'll be uh, I owe y'all a lot. So <laughs> that's funny. Oh man. Um, go ahead. Oh. Oh, were you going to say something? No, uh, you, you, it's your podcast. It's so my I, podcast. I, you know, I, we're talking about time and everything else earlier. So I'm just, you know. Um, giving giving you the leeway on how you want to lead this podcast. We're good. I um, it's funny that I don't know if like you've noticed it, but after COVID, I have a social battery now. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know if it's COVID or getting older. I think it's a. I think COVID happened when I was twenty six, so everything like that shift from your early twenties to your late twenties also happened dur- like for me also happened during COVID. And yeah. so I don't know if it was staying in my house or if it's just the fact that I'm like in my late twenties, I'm almost 30 that like I have a social battery now, just wanna... which is interesting. Like, and it, and it doesn't like, it doesn't decrease like a phone battery, you know, 50%, 25%. It shuts off. And then I'm just like cooked. Yeah. 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 yeah I've always been like that. Yeah. And so that's what I'm finding is happening right now. So, um, however, I appreciate you coming. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we go? Uh, we got about 10 minutes. 10 minutes left. Oh, gosh. What was I thinking earlier? I, I actually had a list of stuff that like, we like, you know, to talk about. 
that's the fun about having a guest is because when I do it by myself, I have, you know, the articles in front of me, things like that. But when there's a guest, it just goes off the rails and it's awesome. Oh it's gosh, awesome. yeah. Well, you know, and the funny thing about it too is like life is happening. And we're really listening to life. Like like a lot of those questions that we're asking the universe are like the answers are around us. So if we're like really actively there, like all of the opportunities are out. Like even like uh, us hanging out today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a sense of things like, like, yo, let's talk about you know Tupac because of course of course why would we not well, that was a hundred percent like talk about Keefe D and the stupidity of him I would have talked about that if I like myself because they just indicted him it's unreal and like you know rest in peace and being a part of that family tree and being like actually understanding even his own work ethic from that that level of things is like as a blessing in disguise but then again like you know us in that like the hip-hop world we're very spiritual people mm-hmm. so that spirituality is really taught me in general is that like when you put that energy out and you have that energy in the universe the universe is listening to you oh yeah uh, I are agree. you listening to the universe i believe so the universe. all those like and awkward dating experiences to uh you know those good ones which uh, have you thought of a good one yet oh uh, okay the best date that i've ever had i know i don't want a lot of dead air here's here's a I'll, I'll give you like an example of one of like a really good date that i had which was okay. random too I ended up doing a zombie bit with on a date with a girl uh, for Peresses versus Zombies last minute and uh, casted her onto it. Then we got pizza afterwards and we walked around uh, New York dressed as zombies. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, like I've had good, like I had a good date a couple weeks ago, but it ended in a disaster. Ooh. So it's like, was that like the day was good, yeah. but the, the night was a, was a mess. So it's like, does that count? Oh, let's hear the story. Okay, I'm blowing this guy out. Anyway, there's this is a, there's you're a lot. This you're is not, like you're... kind of a long, you know. We uh, I've known this guy for a long time, and okay. there was you know things that happened before, and so there's chemistry. Should have well, no, I I don't I don't I don't know if he still listens to this, but uh, if you do, I'm so sorry, but I'm gonna blow you up. Anyway, um. I definitely like pulled away from him when he tried to kiss me one time back when I was younger and felt bad about that. And then we were hanging out and like recently-ish, like last month. And we had a great day. We went to Golden, went to the Golden Mill. We walked around, came back here, watched a movie, went out to dinner, came back, watched. And then he... So he had said, like, he said one thing over text the day before and then had completely changed his mind. And in the spot that I was at, I was like, okay, like, I need to, you know, I need to heal from a breakup that happened yeah. a couple months ago. And, like, I need to push myself. I need to push myself to be able to get back out there and to be able to do these things. And so I made that effort to push myself. And he said this, you know, he was saying these things in the beginning, like, the night before that was like, okay, well, like, he is at that point i need to push myself to get like let's go and so i was like i became okay with the idea and then that next night came and we had had conversations about Mm -hmm. it and he was just like no 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 like backed out like basically like when you were like younger and you if things get too serious and you run away is basically what he did and he told me that he wanted to keep the memory of me when i was 19. What which is fuck? weird which is weird and what? if he's listening to this what? yeah like and if, yeah. yeah you gotta be called on that and if one, he's and like... if he's listening to this listen buddy i didn't know my like ass from a hole in the wall when i was 19 what i did and i had a feeling that this was going to be a problem is what i did when i when i went to college i put on a facade oh i'm always okay nothing's ever wrong 
because back then I didn't have the, I, I wasn't, I didn't process anything that happened in my life until I was 26, COVID, because I moved into this apartment mm -hmm. by myself for the first time. I'd never lived by my, like by myself yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm trapped in solitary confinement. Yeah. So I was just You're forced to reflect. Yeah. yeah. And so I was just, you know, out there living like nothing was ever wrong. Cause I didn't know anything, you know, I didn't know that I had anxiety. I didn't know that I had all of these things. And so that's the facade that I put on. So that's how he met me. I'm like, you want to remember me when I wasn't even me. You, you didn't even know yourself. You were yeah, just I didn't even who know who are. I was. Yeah, yeah. And that's why you, why? Because now I have, like now, now because I recognize the fact that my life has issues and not everything is rainbows and butterflies. And we don't all live in a world free of fucking problems. Like. Some people think they do. Childhood <laughs> trauma made me funny, bitch. Like. <laughs> right. And being uh, a fat kid, like my whole personality developed before anything else did. So, uh, you were you, a fat kid? Yeah, I was a fat kid. <laughs> I was a fat You're kid. You're so proud about that one. <laughs> That's because I'm not fat anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was a whole, yeah, I was, a, I was a chunky kid. And, um, which is why I am so crazy about eating healthy and fitness now. Like, people wouldn't, people, if, if anybody knew, how I ate in a day, they would be like, you're nuts. Why do you do that to yourself? It's because that's right. Because eating it, healthy you know? is good for your eating body. Healthy. Because <laughs> guess what? When y'all are stuck in bed, having somebody wipe your ass in 50 years, I will be wiping my own. Yeah, facts. Mm -hmm. that's, 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 you know, I, I'm, I'm big about getting your microbiome reset and everything else like that. And like, through the trauma, one of my like, biggest issues was like, I, I told to people, like, I dealt with a lot of like food insecurity realities. People like feeding me alcohol when I couldn't get my access to food for a lot of years. Which was really weird to think about, but like my stomach, I could feel it. And now, like you know, getting your microbiome set up, that the whole gut mind is such a, a tight relationship. Yeah, I didn't eat for like two months, barely. I barely ate for like two months. That's the, the, people should be eating a lot healthier and better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I, I don't know, like because people, there's a lot of people who are emotional eaters. I'm not, and like if something happens that's like traumatic, or if I go through something, or if eat, I go yeah. through a big train, I don't eat. Yeah, I like I it. don't eat, and. And now my and now like I'm over it and my body's used to not eating and so all I've had today is two McDonald's hash browns and a banana, which is crazy. That's yeah. And and then on top of that, I quit my job and I started a new job with a completely opposite schedule. So I used to work at night. And now I work early in the morning. Oh gosh, and yeah. It's well, last week and I love the new job. It's great. I play with dogs all day. And brilliant. Yeah, and um, so. My body was like, what are we doing? We're doing things at six o'clock in the morning. And then at night, my body's like, why aren't we doing things? We're supposed to be working. And I'm like, I already worked. So it, my whole eating schedule is thrown off. Everything. Oh, my, it's crazy. It's going to happen. But though. then it's been thrown off for the last like two months because I haven't fucking eaten anything. Well, then also talking about like a big stressor with the, like, the relationship. That's a huge drama. So, like, oh, and it was lot. drama. Oh god! I'm not getting into it. Please. I can't. I can't get into it. All good. Because right. um, I'll probably get sued at this rate. But I, uh, I'm not gonna get into it. But just know that it. <laughs> if I could get, if I could get through that, like at first it was the the program that I was in in college. If I could get through that, I could get through anything. Now it's the last two months. If I could wow. get through that, how long was that relationship for? It was only a year. Wow. It was only. It was only it, like a little bit over a year. But the circumstances 
I can tell you off. I yeah, can, yeah, I'll tell for you, sure. I'll tell we'll, you off. We'll, we'll, we'll have, we'll have a good conversation. About I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna blow like, it out online. But, but like talking about dating wise and talking about red flags and also like how to, uh, how to discover these like I'm situations. A, I'm a red flag magnet. I love red flags. That's my. Hey guys, you hear this? Hey, if you hey. have red flags, I'll <laughs> date you. <laughs> <laughs> that that sweatshirt ain't for no reason. <laughs> yeah, am I? Sweat- I uh, am I a red flag? Probably. She's gonna d you up. <laughs> That's not how. I mean, it's do, it's do, 2023. Do, do. Anything's possible. I could d yeah, I could d somebody up. Nobody knows. <laughs> you know what I mean? We ain't getting switch on this one. <laughs> I'm like, it's 2023. Anything's possible. Anything is it's that's true though. Anything is possible. Any, anything is possible. Like I yeah. I could become a dude if I wanted to. Anything's possible. Yeah. But I'm hoping to just become a podcaster. With, who makes money from it that's some good aspirations that's the goal well you know there are female dudes too there are yeah yeah it's just, it's just it's dude's just just a title yeah it just has no sexual orientation to it dude well yeah like i call everybody bro right i call everybody i call everybody doggy and bro doggy doggy what yeah doggy? I, I said doggy earlier i was like oh there's something doggy i don't know it's just i don't even know where i got it from but like i call my friend what's up doggy i call my friend brendan doggy Woof. i'm like thanks doggy like literally it's, it's like it, but it sounds it sounds not stupid who let the dogs out woo, 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 woo. i sang that at work the other day because when you so I work, with dogs. I work at a doggy daycare now and so when we have to spray the yard i close the door and like you keep the dogs in and then after everything dries, because you have to keep it really clean. Yeah. And it's just probably the cleanest facility I've ever worked in, ever. And you wouldn't believe that, having a bunch of dogs. It's immaculate. And so then you open the door, so they all go outside, and they just flood out. It's awesome. <laughs> so I'm like, who let the dogs out? I sing to the dogs, too. Like, music plays in the background, and I, like, dance with the dogs, and I sing with them. Dogs are awesome. It's awesome. But, yeah. I really appreciate you coming today and bringing oh. all of this, like, Y'all, if you're not watching this podcast right now, I have an entire microphone in front of me. And there's a ring light (laughs) also in front of me, which is so crazy because I've looked into all of this stuff. I just never felt like I was in a place to get it because I'm not spending hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever it is. I don't know how much all of this stuff is. And honestly, even if I did buy it, I wouldn't know how to use it. So I appreciate you coming and teaching me. This is a really like, easy setup too. So, and talking with me about I don't even know. Everything. I don't even know. How am I gonna? We even, we even get to aliens. We didn't even get to we the alien babies. You're gonna have to come back. <laughs> You're gonna have to come back. I know we didn't even get there. The alien bodies in Mexico. I know, right? That's still trippy. They is still it real really or not? What do you think? Real quick before we finish. I think it's not real. I don't think it's real. No, no. I'd like to think it's real. It's not real. Well, I mean, statistically I mean, itself, talk about like the the potential of like, aliens being able to reach like this planet, like in the speed and the, the time frame, and everything. It makes no sense. Well, Absolutely no. Like it's such yeah. an astronomical number. I don't believe that side of things. Like it, life would develop here first. Yeah, I've I've I'll wait I'll wait till you come back because you're coming back. But uh, I actually heard. Uh, something about aliens that was kind of interesting. Oh, the other side of it too, like about the Paul Giamatti podcast about the shock, Sasha Records. I, I do believe though, aliens could visit you. Like you can actually transfer into an astral plane and visit aliens. Yeah, aliens. So you, there, there's like the universe. There's a, uh, a singular line of connection in the universe. If really 
thinking about it, us as humans, we're like, we're interconnected. How can we not also be interconnected to a singular thread of the universe? Yeah. Well, and like aliens, I don't know. If you don't believe that aliens exist, you have. There's life form out there for sure. Like you, you have no offense, but like the people that don't believe aliens exist or whatever, like they have very small minds because the universe is so, and I've heard so many people say this, but it's true. The universe is so big. Like you don't think there's, other, like you think we're the only life out there? Yeah, well, Venus, the like even with Venus, like they, there was an ocean on Venus before the radiation happened. But a study just came out, I think, uh, of Europa, or they actually just no, it was a, a planet in another solar system that they discovered uh, the proto elements oh, of life right. that just came out. That's so right. officially, we can actually say that life has technically been discovered now in, in a new a new solar system, and yeah. it's actually it's close to us. So suck on that, a- suck alien, on that deniers. alien deniers. <laughs> but still, to get here in the time frame itself, it's like it, 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 nothing would exist that that journey. Yeah. Like that'd be a little bit like may- maybe uh, robots. Uh, robots. Yeah, you know, we gotta connect somehow. We might as well have a robot to robot life in between us. I know. Until I stopped coaching, I was like, at least my job is safe. No robots are gonna be coaching gymnastics. But like, what robots are gonna be petting dogs? So get fucking lost. Like. I'm just trying to get jobs that robots can't take. They don't make a whole lot of money, but robots can't take them. So, well, there's a lot of hustles in between. Which we'll, we'll talk about this after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but anyway, I appreciate you coming. Thank you again, Katie. And thank you so much. And where can they find you? Uh, you can find me uh, online, Instagram at channel ph or cr eight ph eight. Easy enough. Those are my my handles. Handles, awesome. And you can find me at Talking Headlines Pod on Instagram. And talking headlines on Spotify, please rate five stars and follow. Also, Apple. I'm on Apple. I'm on anywhere you can find podcasts. And check out my new website. The link is in my bio. I worked really hard on it. It was the most brain damaging thing I did last weekend, but I got it. <laughs> you and got her done. Now I have an idea for merch. So, anyway, thank you guys. I really talk appreciate Talking shit and smoking blunts. Talking shit and smoking blunts. That's get ready. 2024. Talking headlines. <laughs> talking headlines. Yeah. Talking shit, smoking blunts, talking headlines. Get ready. 2024 is going to be a crazy year. So anyway, I appreciate you guys listening and I will see you next Monday.